Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics, each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wigel, and I'm joined today for the first time, uh, my sister from another mister, Kelly Griffin, in the house. How's it going, Kelly? Hi. Welcome to your first ever podcast. <laughs> Thanks. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> because of the podcast or because we're all under massive quarantine and probably going to die soon? Um, Both. <laughs> We're not quite under quarantine yet, but you know, by the end of this podcast, who knows? Who knows? Last week at the end of this podcast, the NBA was canceled immediately five minutes after we finished. So things are crazy. And that was only a week ago, which feels like a year ago. Yes. Um, there's nothing really for, I think, a lot of men to talk about now that sports are over. Um, <laughs> and I think that there significant others are probably very happy about that. Yeah. Thankfully, well, I don't have a significant other and, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a weird kind of a man anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> that's true. very true. So, how's your um, uh, self quarantine been going? Voluntary self quarantine so far? It's been good. Um, I didn't feel good on Saturday, so I was convinced that I had coronavirus, um, but I didn't have a fever or anything like that. Um, but it's been good. I have been looking up um, the Humane Society a lot. And looking at dogs to take into my home because I need, <laughs> I need something to entertain me. I've been actually thinking about just randomly getting another dog because Stella's been just so bored and I just have no energy to entertain her really. Yeah, I was um, telling Nick before I came here or when I just got here that I'm half here to do the podcast, half here to see Stella um, because I need animals in my life or I guess, connection other than talking to Mitchell. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, um, we're going to get into all that. But before that, Kelly, what are we drinking today? Uh, today, in honor of St. Patrick's Day, we are drinking uh, some Guinness. So happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Yeah. Um, it was a weird one, um, especially because uh, for this girl who's from Boston, St. Patrick's Day is a really big deal there. Um, and God, we always poor like people to of Boston. It. Uh, yeah, we got no Tom Brady and no bars open on St. Patrick's <laughs> Day on the same exact day. So cheers to that. I don't know how much percentage this is, but everyone knows what Guinness is. I'm surprised I actually haven't done this on the podcast yet. Yeah, I don't know how much it is either. Um, Draft start, stout, uh, one of the only stouts I do on these because I don't really like stouts, but Guinness is smooth and creamy. Yeah, um, the closest thing to I'll, I'll do to a Guinness is... Uh, a blonde ale which is not close to it at all so <laughs> we're really gonna buckle up <laughs> buckle up bitches really we're pouring our guinness and we're you're supposed to do it over like a special spoon so you can get the head of the guinness That's what kind what of a said. spoon um it's like and a you, i remember you texted me about this yes it is um it's weird it's like think of a regular spoon but like 2.0 it's like um it's like half spoon, half like a bowl, and you put it upside down on top of... I'm imagining of... Like, a, like an ice cream scooper. Yeah, it's like an ice cream scooper. That's a good call. Um, and then you pour the Guinness over that so that you can get um, the Frothiness. froth on the top um, perfectly. Froth on the top. Yeah, if my dad will not... That's a good podcast name if froth on the out top. there. <laughs> That's what she said. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> gross <laughs> <laughs> sorry i haven't talked to another person in a long time you know, kelly uh this is her first uh like time moving to michigan because she's from boston lived in phoenix with my brother she's mitchell's girlfriend if you guys didn't know um but michigan has been kicking your ass and it just keeps kicking your ass since it you've does. been here huh truly um i didn't expect to be quarantined uh <laughs> like six months into moving to michigan but you know what here we are i'm not gonna blame michigan for that one 
Um, yeah, well, maybe we'll blame blame somebody in the political segment, but yeah, <laughs> I got a lot to say. Fear number one, sports. So biggest news in the sports world, probably in the sports year so far, Tom Brady is leaving the New England Patriots. Did you see what team he's going to? Yes, uh, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. Um, which is really, really random. I was not expecting Tampa Bay to be the one to get Tom Brady. It makes sense because of their offensive weapons. but So when we talk about sports here, um, just like Nick can talk about the sports stuff, but here's my thoughts on the whole situation. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I heard they have a good offense or whatever, but I want to know if any of the decision was made through Giselle. Now, for those of you people that only care about Tom Brady's sports and not his social life, um, which for me, it's the opposite. (laughs) Giselle uh, is his wife and she is a hot as fuck. Can I swear on this? Yeah. Um, Hot as fuck. And two, um, she is a supermodel. Here's the thing. I think that she was sick of the cold weather and said... You know what, Tom? You have one more year to win a Super Bowl. If you, I think they made a bet over dinner one night um, of their like, you know, green beans and iced water <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that they that they both have. Um, and I think that he said, she said, you know, if you win the Super Bowl this year, then we can stay in New England for another year. If you lose, we move somewhere warm. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know. What kind of woman you have to be, and I think any ladies listening to this podcast um, will relate to this, how does she have so much pull with her man? Well, she's actually, I think, uh, significantly richer than Tom Brady, to be honest. I think so, too, maybe. I mean, now he's making $30 million. He signed that contract. Oh, um, is it, did that come out officially? Yeah, $30 million. $30 million um, a year, two-year deal, right? Um, I I don't know if that's official. I don't want to say that because I'm sure that there are some I heard, boys I heard listening to the podcast. They're like, that wasn't official yet. This girl doesn't know <laughs> what she's talking boys. about. Yeah, fuck you, boys. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think that he moved there for um, his wife. Maybe that's uh, not a popular opinion, but... Um, I think that's what he did. And you know what? I just want to say to Giselle, G- Giselle herself, um, congratulations on having that much pull with your man. Yeah. <laughs> um, because God knows I don't because I'm living in Michigan. <laughs> yeah. The uh, <laughs> the the favorite uh, coming out into it after the Patriots because everyone thought he was going to resign with the Patriots because, you know, that kind of makes the most sense because you spent your whole career, your insanely amazing career with the Patriots. But, uh, but he's from California, and yeah. the Los Angeles Chargers don't have a quarterback right now. Right. I thought he was going to go there. So, you know, it kind of makes sense. You yeah. know, go to fucking L.A., not Tampa Bay. But I guess Tom Brady doesn't really seem like that kind of a person, I guess, I anymore. I truly cannot picture Giselle in in Tampa, Florida. Like, yeah, I really fuck? can't. Like, they are not going to be able to handle her. Like, she's going to show up, like, beautiful and flawless and, like, the like people that are living there in their like Bermuda shorts mm-hmm. and like excessive amounts of sunscreen and like zinc on their noses are not going to know how to handle her. Yeah. Well, hey, shout out to um uh, Dave Jeremy. He's a Tampa Bay Bucks fan, so he's probably ecstatic. I'll probably call no, him after. Fuck this you, podcast. Dave Jeremy. That's what I have to say to you. <laughs> it's gonna be so weird seeing Tom Brady in a Bucks jersey. Like, have you seen the like? simulation yeah like the, the photoshop yes not simulation excuse me um 
of him in it. It's definitely weird. Um, I think that we, as New England fans, like, got to pay respect to him. But also, um, I definitely think that it's weird. He gave you two decades of, like, amazingness. Yeah, and especially because... But also, people say that, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, is Tom Brady just naturally that good? Or... Is it Bill Belichick? Is it Bill fucking Belichick? I think it's a mixture of both, probably. Um, Tom Brady is that good, and I would say Tampa is probably the favorites to win the Super Bowl uh, after the after the Chiefs. But Yes. Um, here's my thing, though. How are all the Tampa Bay Buccaneer people, fans, if you will, um, how are they going to respond to Tom Brady? Because everyone hates Tom Brady. And everyone says that he made out with his kid. Are they just going to forget <laughs> about that? Or Yeah, they're going to forget about it. Winning cures everything. Yeah, it's I guess sports that's we're true. talking about, Kelly. That's how yeah, it works. I guess that's true. But I'm just saying, like, you guys said he made out with his child. And, like, are you going to still stick to that <laughs> if he wins a Super Bowl for you? And you bet your ass, even though I don't care about football, you bet your ass I'm going to call you out on Twitter if that's what it is. Tom's straight up going to make up with, make out with his child after this. Now, how are Patriots fans going to react to this? Um, Are you guys pissed? Here's there's a mixed reaction. Um, there is most people are feeling very grateful for him, mm. but Boston people in general are bitter motherfuckers. Like everyone's yeah. angry anyways. So <laughs> Tom Brady leaving not only when bars are closed, but also on St. Patrick's Day, which is like the biggest holiday ever in Boston was disrespectful yeah, and in the middle he, of a quarantine why did he do it on that day that's weird um i don't know and i think that he's just trying to ruin our lives <laughs> he must be pissed at somebody in that organization yes i <laughs> well bill it says that they didn't even try to renegotiate with him anything oh okay um is it pretty much what they said look at me i sound like i know exactly what i'm talking about i mean you honestly know um, more about this than i do at this point <laughs> um well you know the quarantine has really helped uh, my my uh, my knowledge on sports, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they I guess they didn't even really try to negotiate with him. That might not be true. I think that that might be a rumor like flying around. But they probably weren't gonna. They're the Patriots. They're notorious for like putting their priorities above loyalty, and they probably did not offer him sixty million dollars. I bet you that. Yeah, I mean, and also like how. Uh, the thing is, like, when Jimmy Garoppolo was on the Patriots, and he's such an amazing quarterback. Garoppolo? I mean, he's okay. It, like, he was. He's the hottest quarterback in the league. Yes. And I just want to say, <laughs> um, a girl from my hometown dated him. and Really? She, yes. And her name is, shout out to Alex King. Um, I don't know you very well, but um, she was in the like tabloids with him for a long time they were calling her like a model but people were calling her like a hooker and like saying all these mean things about her and then they were dating like they went to on vacations together and all that stuff and then he acted like she was some crazy fan that just like fell in love with him and like shaded her in front of everybody so he seems kind of like a jerk in that sense however he is pretty talented and the Pats lost him like a couple years ago and yeah, now I'm wondering for a second round pick and that that was Belichick's man to groom. Yes, and now I'm kind of wondering how that's going to play out. Um, but you know what? Do I really care? No. 
(laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. I can't pretend like I do. Yeah. How was your family reacting to the news? Your family all still in Boston. So my dad loves the Patriots more than he loves me. (laughs) And I'm perfectly comfortable with that because any like middle-aged white man in Massachusetts definitely feels like they love Tom Brady more than they love their own children. Yeah. And I've accepted that. That's a fact that I'm is well known. Um so my dad is between St. Patrick's Day being pretty much canceled and Tom Brady leaving is on a downward spiral. Um yeah, I bet. <laughs> he definitely Is your dad is your dad still working? Um yes, he is. Okay. Um your dad uh airport or airplane mechanic right yes he is an airline mechanic for delta and i just want to say the delta ceo has been in the news a lot for giving a lot of his salary to his workers to Mm. prevent layoffs but they're still laying people off and um that's like a nice little thing that they're showing is like oh he gave up so much of his money and like i think it's a year's salary to prevent layoffs which is very nice and i'm not gonna say it's not but like for everyone that's listening, don't just buy into that. That doesn't mean there's no layoffs. There's lots of layoffs happening. You are the fucking perfect insider for this episode of the podcast. There we go. So I just <laughs> want to blow the roof off of that. <laughs> uh, is, your, um, is your brother a big uh, Patriots fan? Yes, he's a big Patriots fan. Um, but my brother is just like a very sweet, kind man. And he um, feels appreciative of Tom Brady and everything and my dad does too don't get me wrong but Mm. um i think that it's just a weird time i don't think people are overreacting as much as they usually would to be honest just Mm. because the world is burning down yeah and like priorities was right the world is on fire yes it is (laughs) (laughs) and so people aren't there are people that are definitely pissed um but also so a lot no of one's going to be going out there burning jerseys, right? No, no. People actually in Boston are putting the Tom Brady's jerseys like in their front windows or like hanging off their like front porches to show respect for him just because, I mean, it's not like he did anything wrong. He's right. perfectly fine to go and he gave New England 20 years. One, you guys, what is it, five Super Bowls? Sure. Five or six? six? I, I think, think it's, it's six. Uh, it might be six. I don't no, know. No, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Well, all right, so we got... We might as well go through a little bit of this guy's legacy. We got the, the first of all, the game that got me into football was when the Patriots were playing the Raiders way back in two thousand and the snowball um, game. Yeah, the snowball mm-hmm. game. That's my favorite football game I've ever watched. It was awesome. And they barely the tuck rule game. You know, mm-hmm. that fucking drive at the end with that field goal from Vinatieri. Man, that was fun. And then the Patriots ended up winning the Super Bowl. Um, against the Rams, the greatest show on turf that that year. Yeah. And they were massive underdogs. And it was Tom Brady's, I believe, rookie season, right? Yes. And he was just such a cute, he was a cute man. Yeah. He was just like baby face. Like, and I'm not one for sports really, but I just love the, like when like someone has never won a Super Bowl before mm. or something like that, it's just, it's really cool to see that. So I remember watching him when I was little like that too. And the snowball game we have in my basement, like, um, my dad is a bar in our basement and he has tons of memorabilia and he has a big um, picture of that game because he was yeah. there at that game and he, he oh really yeah and he loved yeah. he, he always talks about it so yeah uh, he, well, I'll have to bond with your dad over that one day yeah he, uh, we also have a huge did you know what fat heads are yeah um, we have a huge fat head in our basement 
of Tom Brady and still of Adam Vinatieri all these years later. <laughs> um, so we just have them in our basement. And um, I think that, like, I wouldn't be super off base if my dad, if I predicted that my dad had, like, put up a shrine or something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, you have the greatest athlete probably in all of sports, mm-hmm. like, in terms of just sheer fucking God power. Like, mm-hmm. anything that guy touches turns to gold. And, like, we'll see if he can cement his legacy and win a Super Bowl with another team, which, you know, Tampa Bay, they've got, like, two really good wide receivers, a really good tight end, um, a young running back, like, and Bruce Arians is the coach, and he's, like, sort of an offensive uh, guru. And their defense is pretty good. You know, they should be the odds-on favorite, I think. Well, except for the Chiefs because Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. I love him. Yeah. Um, For – I don't know really anything about him. I know his girlfriend's, like, controversial. I've heard that she's, like, a very annoying yeah, human. Yeah, she's just a loud fan, which is, yeah. like, exactly what I am. So, like, give her a break, I say. Yeah, which is 100%. Um, I'm, I can relate to her in more ways than one. Um, That's all I really know about him. But I think he's the youngest quarterback, right? Uh, but he's not the youngest not quarterback the, to win a Super Bowl. I know that. He's is Tom Brady the youngest? No, I forget who it, who it was. But oh. I remember looking that up because I think that Pat Pat Mahomes is like a nice I don't think he's the, I don't think he's the youngest quarterback because there's other ones that came out yeah. after him. Like um, this is his third year in the league, I believe. I just knew he was young. I think that's the only reason why, and I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's going to be an exciting mm-hmm. NFL year. If it gets rolling, it's the only sport that's still operating right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lions, uh, you know, I had been talking all podcasts that I think the Lions are going to sign Tom Brady, and I had a, a good roped-out conspiracy theory. Didn't work, because of course it didn't work. And the Lions, you know Wouldn't what they do? would be amazing? <laughs> that would be fucking amazing. I had myself convinced for a second, oh. because I'm uh, naturally an optimist and want the best for the Lions, and that's how I would do it if I were the Lions. But... I'm not in control of the Lions, and the people that are are fucking idiots. For all they have done so far is sign a bunch of expatriate players like we usually do. Yes. Um, I think that... We just get your guys' retreads and pay them way yes. too much money. Um, what's his name? Patricia? Yeah, Matt Patricia. That he was the defense coordinator mm-hmm. uh, for the... Did I say that right? Is it coach or coordinator? Coordinator. Or That's correct. Yeah, sports. Um, get it, girl. <laughs> thank you. Um, yes, I know that he was um, our defense, co- defense coach, and then he moved here. And he kind of blew it. Um, oh, yeah. No, our team was, like, pretty solid, uh, not not ever getting over the hump, but we were just stuck in the on the skirts of the playoffs, making the playoffs and, you know, getting fucked out of one game and getting murdered in a different mm-hmm. one uh, with Caldwell. Um, but Patricia comes along with his uh, rocket scientist brain and has won – uh, nine and a half games in two years, which is ridiculous, mm-hmm. and I can't believe they are still allowed to be in charge of this team, especially with Bob Quinn making these ridiculous moves, signing a backup offensive lineman from the Eagles to a $50 million contract after letting go someone he coveted like two years, two or three years ago in free agency that, of course, signed with the Packers and Rick Wagner. I've stopped um, paying attention. Uh, it's but, okay. But you're doing great, honey. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I've never been less excited about a Lions season in the history of me being an optimistic Lions fan. There's nothing I want more than the Lions to win a Super Bowl because I just think that would be the best thing ever. Mitchell would be so happy. You guys would just be... God, the Wigellas would uh, go crazy. You guys would be so happy. You'd all die in one night from celebrating. My dad might lit- yes, legitimately I think, die. I think he would have a stroke. Yeah. And like, what a way to go out. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Um, so I would really love that just because um, 
from someone that's not super into sports I just think it's so awesome when a team has not won in a really long time or like in their lifetime or mm. you know and yeah, like the Chiefs just fans. won and they were yes. 50 years apart from their last win and like all the old older people who was the team that won um when the Bruins were in the Stanley Cup um the other it was the Minnesota no not Minnesota Wild it was the Blues or something do you remember that yeah the last year yeah yeah the Blues won Okay. I was hardcore rooting for the Blues. Yes. Because they had never won. Because they had never won. And I just think that is the best thing ever. I don't know why, but it always... The videos of the older people, like at the parade, Mm -hmm. it just makes me want to cry just because I've been to like parades before. Like Boston sports is a big thing. Um, But it's the coolest thing to see like them win. I remember when... I was in Bonnaroo when they won. We'll get to that. It was was beautiful. And um, I remember when the Red Sox won the World Series in 2004... And they hadn't won since 1918, and it was the curse of the Bambi- Bambino. Um, and they broke it, and it was like a big thing. And yeah. I remember... They even put it into fucking Lost. Yeah. And I remember sitting, holding my dad's hand, like, before, like, watching with my whole family. And when they won, it was the best thing ever. And he had never seen them one win before, and he used to mm-hmm. love baseball. So it was really cool. And I love that. God, I just can't wait till any, even the Tigers, any of these Detroit's teams to get to, like... Where they have a chance to win because they're in the dark, dark ages, no hope in sight. Our last championship, I think, was the Red Wings in what was that, 2009, I think, uh, maybe 2008. Um, so over a decade, Tigers got a couple shots, should have won one, but uh, you know didn't. Know who like who I'm really rooting for? Who is for the Pistons to win the championship? Yeah, it'd be great because. I don't know if everybody knows this, but there is nothing better than a professional basketball game. Damn straight. I took her to her first one this year. And let me tell you, it was the most lit place I've ever been to. (laughs) You were like on an acid trip the entire time. I've never been more pumped up without alcohol in my life. And I just cannot imagine... Imagine if like the Pistons were good. Oh my god! And if the place was packed, that'd be crazy. That I mean, it was it was just as popping. Yeah. Like it, it just there's nothing better than a basketball game. There's no waiting around. Like I don't know. Yeah, no, basketball's my favorite sport to watch. It used to be football, but um, you know, basketball has just been uh, more exciting the last couple of years for me. Uh, and uh, speaking of basketball, like we said last episode of the podcast, I'm sure you guys all know the NBA season's been postponed. Don't know when it's going to resume. Don't know how uh, they're going to do it because, like, I don't know if they're still going to play the remaining games. It kind of seems useless to have every team playing. Like, the Pistons aren't going to make the playoffs no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, um, some other players have tested positive for coronavirus. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Rudy Gobert had just tested positive at the end of uh, the episode last week after he was being a jerk and, like, purposely touching all the microphones mocking everyone yes there. i saw that yeah then he what the <laughs> fuck was that he's positive one of his teammates donovan mitchell tested positive you know what I kevin think... durant tested positive christian wood of the pistons tested positive lakers it... are currently undergoing tests yeah i don't i was gonna make a joke but it's not funny so just because these poor people i mean who could they have passed it on to in that time you know and that's kind of Concerning. Um, right. However, it's crazy how the it took the NBA and Tom yeah. Hanks getting shut down for mm-hmm. the president to fucking do anything. Um, just no offense. Well, actually, full offense to the Trump supporters. Um, Donald Trump is a fucking idiot, and the way he has handled this entire thing, calling it that 
the Chinese virus and then saying it was a hoax. Yeah. What a debacle. What an ugly man. What a miserable failing out. from an organization. But we'll get to that. Yeah, we're sad for him. <laughs> NHL has been postponed too. Um, they don't. Wait, I, can I make a quick comment? Yeah. Um, to all the Golden State Warriors fans, if you need your fix of Stephen Curry or Steph Curry, I'm so sorry. I was gonna say Steve Kerr. That's their coach. Um, that was <laughs> disrespectful. Um, there is a cooking show. That his wife, Aisha Curry, does. And he pops in from time to time. Ooh, let's so, talk about <laughs> this for a second. I haven't heard about this. So, yes. Uh, Aisha Curry, Aisha's Home Cooking. What's it on? First of all, she's a bad bitch. It's on the Food <laughs> Network. Um, or I the didn't co- know this at all. Yes. Or the Cooking Channel. I forget which one. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't know there was a difference. Yes. There's um, two different ones. One's called the Cooking Channel and one is called the Food Network. Um, and pretty much she has a cooking show. And, like, sometimes, most of the time, Steph will pop in with, like, their kids and, like, he'll, like, try something she eats and she makes and he's like, that's really good, baby. And, like, then keeps going. And And Steph's my favorite basketball player. Yeah. So, Jess, if you want your fix of Steph Curry and Mike Wells, if you're listening, um, we are deciding now to become more into food because sports isn't here so we're gonna be like getting into like cooking competitions just talking about food you know you and mike wells huge food guys um <laughs> we, just, we touched upon it lightly <laughs> um but if you are interested in, in seeing steph curry there's where you can get froth on top the cooking podcast with mike and kelly froth on top <laughs> yes Oh damn! Uh, so is it just like a a standard cooking show then? Yeah, she's just cooking, but like he pops is in. Is she cool? Is she funny? She's really cool. I mean, she she's just like a straight up professional. Yeah. Um, I don't think she like really wants to. Where be on did TV. she come from? I don't know. They were just always in love. They were, I think, they were high school sweethearts or something like that. Oh my god, that's true love then. Um, yeah, and turning she's, into a superstar and still marrying your high school sweetheart. And she's awesome. Uh, people have a lot of shit to say about her, um, because she's not like an Instagram thought. Um, and she's probably, you know, a woman. She's like a normal woman. Yeah. And people, <laughs> and she's stunning, but people always have bad things to say about her just because they're jealous. Right. And um, we feel bad for those people. Uh, they just donated a million dollars to helping Oakland public schools uh, feed kids during this time of the schools being shut down. So they're cool in my book. Yeah. Well, hey, shout out to, and you know what, the Warriors, the worst team in the NBA right now, with like, because Steph and Clay have been hurt the mm-hmm. whole year, and they're probably not going to get to play any more games with Steph back. So, you know, they're probably just, you know, locked into one of the top three picks, which is not really fair. And mm-hmm. sucks for the league in a way, but, you know, go Warriors. I like the Warriors, but I, like I just wish the Pistons could get lucky, but, you know, they're idiots. Huge basketball fan. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know any of the players. You're just but you're just beginning. I'm really. We'll see I'm if we get more out. basketball. Yeah. Who knows how long this shit's gonna last? I don't know. I'm scared. I just bought a basketball today, actually. What are you doing with that? Um. <laughs> and why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Well, you know, the quarantine has really uh, thrown me for a loop. So <laughs> I'm trying to um, learn how to dribble or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have a lot of basketball hoops like in around our apartment complex so oh, okay. mitchell likes basketball and you know i'm new into the game <laughs> so i'm hoping to come out of this a huge basketball star there you go i'm hoping for it too Are did you get... ever play basketball in high school no i didn't did i you was... play any sports i played soccer we've talked uh for the listeners 
uh, Nick and I have talked about this before, but he just forgets. Um, um, okay, <laughs> we've been trying to make fucking radio over here. Um, <laughs> some of us have real talents, and that's you, not me. So, um, But yes, I played soccer uh, and softball for a minute. I was not good at it. And uh, soccer I was really good at. I played on like three different teams. I played for in college. Um, so I was good at that. And I played tennis for a little bit for fun. For nice. funsies. Let's get out on the court sometime. I can uh, smack some balls at you. Yeah, anytime. You can smack your balls at me anytime. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, I'm sorry, too. That's disgusting. (laughs) That was gross. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry, specifically to uh, Mitchell. I suck at fucking tennis. Uh, I'm actually great at it. I don't suck at tennis. I mean, I suck at serving is what I meant to say. Um, I can teach you anytime. There's also an abundance of um, tennis courts in Canton, Michigan, that are, are there? ours for the taking. Yes. You can just go in anytime. Well, yeah. It's um, normally how public well, tennis you know courts what? work. Sometimes they don't work like that. I mean... We're not all from rich-ass Boston where you probably have to pay $100 an hour for a court. Excuse me. Um, I've never played tennis just for the fun of it. I played it to look good on my college transcript, like most mm. people do. So Okay. I played it for fun. Um, But it actually I is really fun. Ha ha. Oh, cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's something to to say publicly. (laughs) Yes, my greatest achievement. Mm -hmm. Getting a varsity letter with no fucking hanging medals on it at all because I was not very good. That's okay. I mean, we all have things that we um, are good at. And, you know. I wish. Um, uh, (laughs) um, So, uh, another sports news. Masters, the golf tournament got delayed. Everything's pretty much getting delayed. It's been really weird because I listen to a lot of sports radio. Yeah. So before like all this free agency stuff, there was literally nothing for them to talk for them to talk about. Like I heard them t- making bets on like really low stakes horse racing on talk radio oh. <laughs> because there's nothing. <laughs> ESPN's like just playing a bunch of replays of old games. <laughs> yes, I've seen that, and I think that's why Tom Brady announced that he was leaving the Patriots now because I think he's a little narcissistic and mm. he probably just wanted all the spotlight. Um, so this was the perfect time. But yes, I've seen like bowling on TV. Yeah, which bowling seems like, you know, one of the more oh dangerous God, sports yeah. to play in terms of the virus because you're just sticking your fingers in dirty holes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we all are during this time. <laughs> but I mean, especially bowlers times. in these trying times, we're all sticking our fingers into dirty holes. But um, yeah, bowling definitely seems like the most Disgusting. I legitimately heard a sports update because they do a sports update every like half hour on 97 with the ticket where they talked about who won the Alaskan Iditarod. <laughs> like the, what is that? I think that's the dog sled racing oh. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really like a hardcore sport. Yeah. Like we should all get into that. The winner won $50,000 in a new truck. <laughs> wow. I mean, who wouldn't want to be part of such a great thing? Yeah, something Tom Brady makes per pass in the NFL. (laughs) Sorry, Tom Brady. We've got dogs to talk about. God, it's such a weird... This is like the craziest time in my life, to be honest. Like, I don't know anything... Like, closest thing I can think of is like the 9-11 or that blackout we had. Yeah, I just have to say shout out to um, anxiety medication because you're the only thing keeping me grounded. Love you so much, boo. Shout out to um, TV because, um, you know... Major, also major shout out to alcohol. Um, alcohol, baby. I drank like six Guinnesses by myself yesterday to celebrate the holiday. It was depressing as fuck. All I do is drink Guinness and play on uh, 
play on dating apps the whole day and talk to people about how we're quarantined. <laughs> well, I think that's actually very wise. I mean, you're using your time wisely to <laughs> find out, you know, to find a potential mate. Yeah, I'll see you in about a month when we're legally allowed to see each other. Yeah, I think that's good. <laughs> I mean, people are always are saying like, you know, people in relationships are so lucky. They have someone that they're with all the time. And I live with Mitchell, my boyfriend, and everyone who is listening to this knows this. Yeah. But I just want to like act like I'm a famous podcaster, you guys. Um, hey, that, is that a shot at me? What the fuck? No, I I just want, <laughs> <laughs> but like people know, like they probably know who's this who's this bitch. Oh, it's Mitchell's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. We see her on Instagram sometimes. Um, but I do want to say it's not all that's cracked up to be. I have noticed something about Mitchell that I have no, not noticed before. And spill the tea, spill the tea, guys. He does not refill the water pitcher at night. He doesn't. He like I'll co- wake up oh, in the you morning. Guys use a water we pitcher. use a, a disclosure. We use a Brita filter, you know, one of those things where you fill the water up and whatever. And if you've ever lived with another person, like in college or whatever, you know you're supposed to, if you have the last bit of water, you're supposed to fill it up. And Mitchell will put it back in the fridge with like a teeny bit of water left in it. I can't tell you that I'm shocked. And I'm shocked because Mitchell usually is very courteous about things like that. But I just need to come on here and say, (laughs) Mitchell, if you're listening, please... Let's not make this a thing. Just fill up the Brita before you go to bed at night. Okay, I love you. Is Brita like a like a because I've noticed like a lot of people use it that uh, don't live in Michigan. Like none of my friends really had one growing up at all. But like you know, um, then now when I went to when I went to Chicago, like Olivia had one then, and Dylan has always had one in Phoenix. Well, I think it just depends. That's like because Phoenix water is kind of gross out of the yes, tap, right? Phoenix water is very. We're in gross Michigan. Out of the Our water is like the best. Um, we, we okay. Are, we are the land of the water. Call Flint and ask them that. Yeah, we're not in Flint. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm not saying. They're in the middle of saying, the hand. But I'm, but like, you can't claim that Michigan has wonderful water when can, Flint is a is I a can thing. claim that we have the lakes. That's true, but still, we you're are, not getting water we from. We are in the best place if the apocalypse actually does happen. Why do you say that? Because we got the most fresh water. Oh, that's a good point. And we got a climate that's easily survived in and an abundance of deer. Here's the thing. There's two types of people. Um, there are normal people that drink water out of the tap, and then there's people with giant sticks up their asses and need to buy a Brita. That's enough of that. Beer number two. <laughs> and that's me. Entertainment. All right. Kelly, you did sports uh, way better than I thought you were going to do that. Thank you so much, everyone. Um, thank you. Yeah. Uh, you talked way more than me. I'm looking at the fucking thing right here. You see this? Yeah, I... You're the bottom one. Yeah, I talk way too much in general, <laughs> No, so. perfect. Perfect. I like that. It makes my job easy. Now on to entertainment. Oh, this is where I thrive. Biggest news for my, me and my personal life. Today, Bonnaroo was rescheduled. I didn't know this. Yeah, um, I'm devastated, but I'm also extremely relieved that it wasn't straight up canceled. Because when I got that email, it took me a second to just look at it. I was like, oh my god, what if it says it's canceled? But thankfully... It's not canceled. Instead of going in mid-June, it's going to be September 24th through September Ooh. 27th, which is so much different. And I don't know. I don't know. It, it's make, making me... It's 190 days away now, and I was so close to getting back there. But this stupid fucking virus is yeah. literally fucking up everything in everybody's life. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean... And I don't know if, like, this is the most baller-ass lineup that's ever been announced. I know. And I mean, I think that, you know, the start of the summer, Bonner is just a good way to start your summer off oh, in yeah. general and also 
I don't know anybody that's ever loved anything the way that you love Bonnaroo. Yeah, so, I know. I can't stop talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. But I mean, it's it's such a it's something that's such a good time. You and you had such a good experience with it. So the fact that it is just now postponed, at least it's not canceled, like you said. Yeah. In September, it might be better. You know, like not as hot, maybe not as many bugs. Yeah, um, it's gonna be. I mean. It, not that it's you care be about different. either of those things. But. <laughs> it's going to be different. Not that I've only been to Bonnaroo once. Yeah. So this is going to be... It's weird that my second time going is going to be like this. The only time it's not been in June. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe some more people will jump on. I'm afraid that it's might, this might make it more prone to rain because I think in June at that time, it's oh. like never really rains there. But honestly, I think that Bonnaroo in the rain would be sick. Yeah, like at nice, least hot, one days, rain. but like Ooh. dancing in the rain and all that. I went to a concert, a Taylor Swift concert once when I was younger, and it rained. And she talks about that concert all the time because she thought it was so fun because everyone was just like having the best time. And yeah, it was raining, so I think it could be fun. Yeah, if it's raining, I'm all I'm doing is probably well, actually my phone. I think is pretty waterproof. I'll just yeah get fucking wet. And know what they would be Take really cool. Take my shirt off. Cool. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Bonnaroo. It's Bonnaroo. I'm sure, I'm sure uh, my friend, uh, my friends Brad and Sean aren't going to be wearing much other than a speedo. So love that for you too. <laughs> Put, be naked Hopefully the they whole can time. Still go. I hope you guys can I still hope go. Too. I mean, now they have a little bit more time to request work off. Yeah. And stuff like that. But a thing you should do is buy those big blue utility tarps and bring that to Bonnaroo. So if it rains and some soap. And yeah. if it rains, you can make a big slip and slide. Oh my God, that's a great idea. Which would be really cool. We used to do that um, all the time at summer camp. And that's really yeah, cool. Yeah, is, is this uh, Corona going to affect your summer camp? Yeah, probably. Um, You're probably I, not going to be able to have that, are you? I don't know. We're going to see what happens. I've heard that in Kansas and in potentially Ohio, there Kansas definitely is shut down school for the rest of the year. And um, Ohio is thinking about doing the same thing. And Phoenix is thinking, Arizona is thinking about doing the same Mm. thing. So everything's kind of up in the air. Um, I hope that everything is better by summer so I can, you know, make money over the summer. Um, Or else I'm just going to have to get another job, which is fine. But um, I can't not work during the summertime or else I'll be broke. So, And you, knowing you as much as I do... You can't just not work for the rest of the year and then not for the rest of the summer. No. You will go crazy. It's been three days, and <laughs> I already bought a 200-pack of Crayola pencils. <laughs> yeah, but, um, you've, been, you've been drawing? <laughs> yes, um, and I've just lost it. Like, I have no I, – I have no – I realize I have zero hobbies other than my job and like working out and that's it. That's all I've got. So yeah. I'm really trying to take this time to figure that out. You should get um, the game Ring Fit Adventure for the Switch. Um, I'm just like not a video game person. Well, unless it's, it's Mario Kart, it's a workout game. Oh, cool! Um, uh, I got it. It's kind of fun, and you know, like it's just like working out, playing a video game. Like it's like you get to run in place a lot. Run. There's this little ring you got to squeeze to like oh, that's cool. put it in different places, and you unlock different exercises as you go on. Oh, that's awesome! I would totally do something like that. Yeah, I love that. I love Mario Kart. My students. Um, are trying to get me to purchase um what's what do you guys always play super smash brothers no the soccer one fifa no the um it's the it's mario one. i think it's mario there's there's a mario soccer but game what, super strikers i think no the one where you're in the car and you're playing soccer 
Oh, Rocket League. Rocket League. That's what they've been trying to get me to, to buy, to do. Oh, well, um, yeah, you know, them. your boyfriend has it. Yes, and I told him that, and I said, you know, it would be really awesome if, you know, I could pretend it's me and have Mitchell play because he's so good at it. Yeah. And then the kids would be like, wow, Mr. like so cool. Like, you can play Rocket League, but it's really not me. It's Mitchell. Yeah, Mitchell's really good at that game. So. Yeah, so I'm kind of trying to, like, it depends. Trying to con your students. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how long this, you know, not being in work lasts. Um, I am doing well right now, but it's yeah. it's going to go downhill really quickly. When did quickly. you get off work? Was it? Uh, Monday was my first day not at school. Okay, um, so you're literally only three days in. Yep, and it's it's going okay. I expect I mean, this is like when your spring break was anyway, right? No, my spring break is not next week, but the week after. Well, this is what so this is gonna be your first Michigan spring break, but like Arizona's yeah. spring break, you probably were already used to this, right? At this time. No, um, Arizona's spring Dylan break. Was, oh, Dylan yeah. was just here, right? Yeah. And it was his spring break. Yes, it was. I think their spring break was a little early, though. So yeah, you oh, don't, no, you don't even know what's in, in store May. for you. Well, don't. Yeah, oh yeah, May. yeah. I get out in June, so yeah, definitely. It's it's definitely weird. I was supposed to go home to Boston this past weekend for my parents' St. Mm. Patrick's Day party, um, but we couldn't. So um, I'm supposed to go home for a spring break to see my family, but I'm not sure if that's going to happen anymore, just because. I don't too unpredictable right now. Yeah, and my sister's a nurse at um in an intensive care unit in. How is she? Austin. Uh, she, as you have you talked to her? Yeah, I talk to my family every day. I know <laughs> because um, just, but I talk to my sister all the time, and yeah, she has I think two patients right now that have um coronavirus, and they take all the steps to, and she's very healthy, and they take all the steps to prevent it from happening, but mm. it's almost inevitable that she's gonna get it. Um, so I'm kind of nervous to go and be at home because I don't yeah. want to carry anything that could get her sick or like my parents sick or anything like that. Um, so I'm not really sure what's going on. Um, yeah, your parents should like probably not talk to your sister. Well, my mom's a nurse too. Oh, um, fuck. but my mom, my sister is an ICU nurse. So you, typically if you're very, very sick and have the coronavirus, they'll put you in the ICU. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's. It's not like she works in the emergency room where people are just coming in in general. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. I mean, they are just figuring it out. Right. All right. Um. So other than that, uh, we're gonna be bored for a while. Yeah. Let's talk about some things we can do. Like you and Mitchell are gonna be okay because like on the weekends you guys can hang out with each other. You guys can play games with each other. Me, mm-hmm. on the other hand, live alone with a stupid dog. Um, Stella's the best. She already ripped up the toy I brought her. Oh, I'm not shocked remotely. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> you sent me a picture. I was like, that's going to die before this podcast is Yeah, over. she's sleeping with the head of the duck, like, under, under her paw. <laughs> like, and this she's ain't wagging getting away her from tail. Me. <laughs> she's a good girl. Um, uh, so what should I be doing in this time? Me, a fucking social fucking person. What am I going to be doing? Well, I think that... I mean, as of right now, they're saying just no social gatherings bigger than 10 people. So you can always come over to Mitchell and I's house and you can hang out with us or we can come here. Let's um, be real. You guys would be the ones coming here. <laughs> no, I, I would love to. I was. De- this is my biggest plan this week yeah. to come here. I literally put on makeup to come over here like I was going out. <laughs> so like, don't, don't tell yourself short. Like this is the best part of my day. Uh, um, I fell asleep uh, before you got here. and I'm, Then like somebody called me. I like, woke up. It's like 6, 10. I'm like, fuck, I got to take a shower. 
So yeah, this was um the highlight of my day, and uh, but a couple other things. I mean, you listen to podcasts. I mean, getting into reading. Man, I already listen to podcasts uh, all day at work. I know, and like I ask people because I don't have any hobbies other than working out, mm-hmm. which isn't really a hobby. Um, I ask people like what they're doing, and everyone's saying the same things: read a book, color. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I mean, I think this. I hope. I actually, I don't know if my other podcast is still going to be going on. The oh, yeah. Two birds, one stone. So we'll see. I'm going to have to. I mean, I'm going to get tired of watching TV. Right now, that's all I'm doing because yeah. normally that's what I do on Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays to do this. Yeah. Um, but my shows are going to run out. Thankfully, I'm flush with shows right now. Um, we, uh, me and Mike Wells just watched the entirety of a show the other day. You ever heard of. Um, God, we kept forgetting what this is fucking called. Like, I'm not okay with this. It's like a new Netflix show. Oh, yes. Have you seen it? Yes. You sound not very happy about it. No, I mean, it's just like... it. So she's like a superhero or something? Kind of, yeah. She, as an act... She was in It. Um, right. And I don't know why I can't... I loved her in that. Yes, and oh my God, she's the she's such a cutie, and I think that she is a great actress. Mm-hmm. Um, But I feel like it's like the same concept to a lot of shows i feel like it's just stranger things it, it is she's it's just like a white girl from stranger things yeah it's a white girl that has all these like existential problems and then has like a queer friend mm-hmm. that is like eccentric and like adds well to no it. she's the queer one is she queer yeah sorry spoiler alert guys oh. my bad <laughs> well we love that um but from <laughs> what i first saw i was like oh, is this just like another girl that like is lost and like her queer yeah. friend helps guide her or her like friend of color like helps guide her to figure her white girl shit out. Um, but I'm glad that they're adding a little bit more uh, into it and mm. making it a little bit more inclusive. No offense to her. I think she's um, a really uh, great Good. actress. And yeah, she's I, think, great. I think she's cool. I think she might have a, a pretty pretty solid future. She's got a unique look to her and yeah. that's uh, that's uh rare yeah she was really good in it i really liked mm. her in that but i heard that was good i think that's something that mitchell would like just because i mean mitchell likes everything that's to be honest. <laughs> that's very true he will watch guys grocery games with me and <laughs> and judge it as if he's on the show so that's very true um, um uh yeah no i watched the whole thing in one day the episodes are short um it's nothing like super special it's literally like if 11 from strange do you, do you watch stranger things mm. i mean i've seen bits and pieces you know like the lore of 11 yeah yeah it's basically like if that character was dropped into like a show about coming of age story in high school and she randomly has these powers i've seen like she has these powers that help her um but she doesn't really help her not help her but you know they kind of hurt her in the through the entire thing and she's like trying to go through puberty and like becoming Mm. yourself but also like struggling with these powers that she doesn't know what to do with so right i don't know just I'm classic not, high school just classic high school stuff guys which is like i don't know i really like that genre i know coming I, of age stories are my favorite i like that too but i'm just not into any superhero super like i'm very boring in that way i don't like anything uh, like that i need a little sci-fi to tickle my fancy see i have nothing no interest in the sci- in the sci-fi of it all um what i've been watching is Huge food girl at this point because there's nothing else to watch. Um, I watched um, Ugly Delicious, which is on Netflix and is really cool. It's about this guy who is 
a like famous chef and it's a documentary series and he goes and he meets with all these people and he's trying to get people to understand like the history about food and like the food that they eat and um god you're talking about how all these shows are the same and then you're like literally just describing every cooking show like what is this yeah. anthony bourdain it's kind of like that this, <laughs> this has, that's an excellent point um but no um yeah i've just been but then also i just rewatched the office a thousand times like I know that's cliche to say, but it's just everyone loves it. I I don't yeah. know. I mean, I think it's good. Yeah. I just don't. I just can't really. I have I have a struggle rewatching it. I think it's because of yeah. uh, you know, how much I look at my phone and like how I need instant satisfaction. Yes. And like and then I like see shows like New Girl, which is like jokes after jokes after jokes after jokes. Yes. And The Office is like a longer setup to things, and like uh, mm-hmm. relies on like the uncomfortability, like kind of like how Impractical Jokers like makes you cringe a little bit. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, it definitely does. I've started watching on Hulu, um, Community with like Donald Glover. Oh, I've always been told to watch that. It's good. I've seen a couple episodes. Yeah, but. it's good. Um, it's not like hilarious, but it's really like it's interesting. Like mm. it keeps it's something you can binge watch. Um, and like I've seen New Girl and like Parks and Rec and The Office so many times, like mm. I just can't watch it. Do you guys have my HBO Go login? I don't know. I don't really know how to work the television. Okay, well, <laughs> for being completely honest here, <laughs> like, uh, like Kelly, you are a very smart person. I am certain you can figure I it know, out. I know, but I just get nervous. Like, so <laughs> I get nervous when I'm talking to robots. No, it's, I just <laughs> I, I'm scared I'm gonna mess it up. Like I don't know what. Like we will have the PS4. And like our our we buy these smart TVs and they just don't always work with the Wi Fi, so we'll be using like the PS4 and trying just, to do that. You just flush with smart TVs. Yeah, yes, Mitchell <laughs> buys these smart TVs. I've never had one before. Um, I barely had a TV. You know, you came to my first apartment in Phoenix. We had this teeny tiny TV that had like twelve channels on yeah. it, and we never watched TV. I just never did. And so now, when it comes to the smart TVs. I, I, there's always a password needed for something. It's really not that hard. I just, I'm just an anxious person and making excuses, but I don't know. The, the yeah, long yeah. answer is no. I Got don't. You. Well, are you going to get into um, uh, some personal cooking now that uh, you've been watching all these cooking shows and you have all this time? You should, you should make some fucking stellar meals. Since you've asked, <laughs> and I know Mitchell's not going to tell you, I did make dinner tonight for Mitchell and I. Uh, Mitchell's working from home. So his and he has a weird he's schedule. Already ate dinner? Yeah, I mean, well, he his lunch is at five thirty. So, um, because he has a weird time yeah, schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, why don't we eat dinner together? So I made spaghetti with some sauce and garlic bread and salad, and it wasn't really that great, <laughs> but I was very proud of myself. <laughs> and I was like, look at this meal I've made you. Um, aren't I awesome? Um, it's so. Yeah, um, I would like to get into cooking. I love cooking. Um, I really do. But um, I'm a vegetarian, so... Hey, same here. Yeah. And actually, actually, you're a pescatarian. Let's not, That's let's not, true. Let me... Let me, let me just make sure that everyone knows that I'm a little bit better than you. Even though that's not true. No, You've well, eaten meat more recently than I have. I've been no, meat, I, I saw you eat fish the other day. But regular... I'm talking about I red accidentally meat. ate red meat and... Yeah, it was delicious, everybody. Okay. Yeah. I there's, forgot there's how good no pepperoni takes, <laughs> taste, but... Uh, I just want to put out there that Nick started the shaming, and I ended it. <laughs> so there's no shame. Eat whatever you want, everybody. If you eat red meat, eat red meat. However, I did see this girl who 
vegans get a bad rap. Most people that are vegan are normal, nice human beings that are just vegan and shut up about it and they're cool. But there are some vegans that are crazy. Yeah, I would probably be one of them. Like, <laughs> if I ever go vegan again, I'm definitely not going to shut up about it and shame a bunch of people. And she posted the other day because there's all these rumors of where coronavirus started. And a lot of people think it came from the guy eating the bat in China. Um, and she said, you know, that guy. <laughs> it, fuck that guy. Um, like it's a rumor, not not. It's not founded. There's a lot of rumors that are going around, but that's one of them. And people have really gravitated to that for some reason. And she posted the other day on her Instagram, you know, this coronavirus wouldn't have happened if everyone was just vegan. It's like, wow, <laughs> hot fucking take. <laughs> like, Who did this? This girl I, I went to high school with. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And she was like, everyone, like this wouldn't have happened if everyone were vegan. It's like, okay, like. Damn, what's that's a number? weird flex. <laughs> weird flex, but okay. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I don't know if that's factual. That's true. definitely like who knows where it came from. Like and really, I, you know, how do you convince the entire world to be vegan? That's it's never gonna happen. Yeah, it's never gonna happen. We couldn't even convince most of the country to not vote for Donald Trump, and that like, and there's a lot of evidence. No, we we convinced most of the country. Just just our system is fucked, and uh, you know, popular vote doesn't matter. <laughs> that's true. Um. Sorry, I keep checking my watch because I the girls go. keep. You know, the girl, Christina and everyone keeps texting me about something. Um, what are they all texting you about? Is something going on? No, alcohol. No one's telling me. I mean, social distancing has made people really rely on each other. So we're just texting. That's all. Gotcha. Sorry that I'm um, popular and cool. It's okay. I'm taking I, a picture of you live on the podcast. I don't know. I just had to stop talking. Um, something I do want to talk about. All right, let's hear it. Entertainment-wise. Have you seen the Vanessa Hudgens video that's been circulating the internet of her take on the coronavirus? Uh, I, I've heard about um, that, about her, but I don't know at all what, what she's been saying. So, I think she was drunk. And she went on Instagram Live, which m- many celebrities do. She's talking about the coronavirus and people are asking her questions. And she says, you know, I've heard that this coronavirus is going to um, maybe put us in quarantine until July, which like, fuck that. I'm not going to do that. Um, which like, you know, okay. And then she Does the proceeds- coronavirus virus cancel her? Yeah. So then, <laughs> so then she proceeds to say, it's like inevitable that lots of people are going to die. Like, Uh that's just kind of inevitable. I'm pretty sure Boris Johnson said that, too. (laughs) And people came at her neck. And she, at first, was like, guys, this was just taken out of context. Obviously, I'm quarantining myself. Like, obviously, I am. And she has a very, um, like, Cali girl voice. Kind of like. Like, sounds ditzy. Yes. And she then went back and apologized for what she said. But she was pretty much like, yeah, people are going to die. It is what it is. Like. And um, so that's just been, like, the biggest thing in pop culture right now. Yeah, we are literally starving our economy to save lives. Like, I mean, like, are you are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, please, first of all, no one asked for your take, Vanessa Hudgens. I bet you you would feel a little different if you were in the at-risk portion mm. of the population. Yeah. Like, it was completely tone deaf, um, which I think a lot of people can be. What's really pissing me off is... 
the amount of celebrities that have gotten tested for coronavirus even when they're not showing symptoms and yeah. they're getting these coronavirus test kits money talks yes. trump even uh it, it talked about that today but we'll get to whatever mm-hmm. that is soon but uh yeah do you see what uh jared leto uh said Mm-mm. he so he was uh on like a meditation retreat in the desert like 12 oh, days ago and he came back today he's like oh my god what the fuck is going on <laughs> he's like i had we had no access to the outside world and they wow. come back and they're just like okay everything is quarantined <laughs> and crazy done like imagine that like at 9 11 like something like that happened like you get back all yeah. of a sudden it's like whoa what the fuck like i know i keep comparing this to 9 11 but like you know the airlines are really, going crazy but like it's, yeah it's I'm, a lot it's it's a lot of the same kind of uh same kind of a shock yeah i mean a lot of people don't there's really nothing to compare it to other than, like, something that makes the whole world stop. And, like, that was something that made the whole world stop. Where were you when the world stopped turning? Yeah. Um, that was good. <laughs> um, but, you know, we've, in most of our parents' lifetime, except for the Spanish flu. Um, that was uh, 1918, right? Yes. And that's none of our parents' lifetime. Not parents. I'm sorry. Um, like, great-grandparents and stuff like that. Yeah. My great-grandma was around during that. Um, but other than that, there was really, there's really been nothing like this in the recent future. Um, in the recent future. The, yeah, I'm on my <laughs> beer and a half. Just a quick tidbit <laughs> for anyone listening. I'm love a lightweight, so I'm a beer and a half down. Uh, so the spiral is going to continue. Um, Kelly's but, feeling it, baby. And yeah, I mean, I think that it's just hard to explain how... It's just like, like the effect. Like we don't know what's gonna happen, right? So it's we scary. got movies like you know, going back to entertainment. Like a lot of uh, these movies, because all the movie theaters are canceled right now. Mm-hmm. But we got like um, certain movies that are coming up. Like the Hunt is a movie I mm-hmm. wanted to see. It's uh, me too. And now it's coming out on. You can rent it on like on demand on Friday. Oh I really? Think. Whatever the twentieth is. That's wow, gonna they're be gonna Friday. lose so much money. Yeah. Well, you can rent it for twenty dollars. That's kind of expensive. Yeah, and I feel you know, like... But I, I though I did just spend is... $50 on takeout on Monday, yeah. so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, priorities, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in a, a Quiet Place 2 is being postponed until yep. the fall. Um, Which I was excited to see that, because I liked the first too. one. Me too, yeah. And it's like a couple of years later what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. So... Like... The, these our economy is like straight up because like you know the film industry depends a lot on like places like china too mm-hmm. and like everything's kind of fucked right now mm-hmm. like i'm singing all practical jokers they're probably they're in they're in the middle of filming right now and i'm certain they're not doing that anymore yeah i mean there's nothing but close contact with people on that show right yeah yeah i mean it's a it's pretty crazy it's hard to put, it's really crazy like yeah. this is so why? Like I'm just my my TV's been glued to CNN. And yeah. I have to force myself to shut it off because yeah. you know CNN does try to like make it all political, and I just kind of want to hear facts at this point. Even though because I already know where I stand politically, I know yeah. I know whose fucking fault this all is. But um, yeah, so you know, thankfully right now, Better Call Saul is in the middle of its season. You ever watch Breaking Bad? Um, I have watched like a couple episodes. Not something you were super into. No, but I heard it's awesome. I just never. Mm. My siblings watch it. I, I never watched it, but I heard it's really good. I don't. I know what Better Call Saul is though. What's like, like what's like your favorite TV show? Like, not something like The Office or New Girl. Like, favorite like serious drama TV show. Um, I try not to. Uh, as an educator and who's mm. worked in 
a lot of places where there's tons of trauma I try to keep my tv shows light because typically my day is filled with a lot of other people's trauma yeah um so I try to keep it as light as possible so I'll watch stupid things like The Bachelor it says really stupid yes like dumb reality tv have you seen 420 Day Fiance I'm sorry, oh, 90 Day 90 Fiance. Day. No, I haven't. For 420. <laughs> so my favorite podcast, <laughs> one of the hosts has his own separate podcast called 420 Day Fiance, where they talk about 90 Day Fiance while oh, stoned. I've heard that it's <laughs> that that one's like quite the ride. Um, but I haven't seen that. I watch like stupid things like the Kardashians. Mm. I really like... Um, oh, something came out about... Do you, you ever watch Big Brother? Yes, the people they're filming right now. Right, and they, the people don't know yet. They don't know, which I think virus. is really irresponsible. It I is super irresponsible. Like, just fucking tell them. <laughs> they're like, gonna do a live episode where they reveal it to him. Like that's so expl- like, exploitative. Absolutely, like, that's absolutely. Ridiculous. Like you did not sign up for that shit. Like they're probably worried about their family members, like wondering what they're doing. Like, yeah. just tell them. You have so many. Like the how many seasons of Big Brother has there been? I don't know. I haven't seen. I haven't seen any of it. Mike, like, I know Mike Carlson into it. And he's talked about it on this podcast before, so I'm aware of like what it is yeah like the content is not gonna run out right like so just tell them about coronavirus don't be i mean it's gonna probably uh, honestly thinking of heads uh, will roll heads will roll <laughs> it's gonna be a fun episode to watch like <laughs> i might even tune in <laughs> Me for that too, and I've only watched <laughs> they're gonna be like what the fuck the world's in quarantine yeah half of italy cool. is like <laughs> you see all those videos of italy like mm-hmm. people uh playing instruments together on balconies that's cool oh, kind of wish i lived so in an apartment cool. complex at this point Though I'm I, glad I don't because I can actually just easily go outside. Yeah. Not that I, I mean, go outside except for to smoke stupid ass cigarettes, but. <laughs> yeah, stupid ass cigarettes. Um, Good time to quit cigarettes, everybody. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, it is. You have no time. I mean, there's no time. I don't. Like, I'm, I'm, the kind of, I'm the kind of cigarette smoker that doesn't smoke a lot unless I'm with a bunch of people mm. that are smoking cigarettes. And now there's. Well, I think you should just try anyways. That'd be great. I'll do it with you, even though I've never smoked a cigarette before. You start smoking. <laughs> Every cigarette I smoke, you smoke one, and that will make me feel bad, and I won't smoke. Um. Okay. He won't cool. actually do that. Though. No, I would never do that. Now I have an aversion to the. To the if smoke. you if you would commit to that, then yeah, I would probably quit smoking. Yeah, cigarettes. I mean, if school is canceled throughout the rest of the year, I will spiral. So ask me in a week. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I just couldn't do that to you, but um, yeah, no. uh, I'm just kidding. Smoking is bad, kids. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. It's 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 stupid. It just is. It's just straight up addictive, and it's not even fun. Like alcohol is <laughs> addictive, but alcohol is also so fun. really fun. <laughs> it is fun. Do alcohol, kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's the takeaway. <laughs> Drink alcohol. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the magicians, Kelly. If you, you, you don't like sci-fi stuff, though. No, I, I want to watch the magicians, the magicians with me. It's my favorite TV show right now. That's on. I'm trying to think of what my favorite TV show is that is not that's serious. I really like On My Block. Have you seen On My Block? No. Really good. What is it? Um, it's about this um community, this Hispanic community, and it's about two different gangs in the community, but it's how it affects like the kids, mm. and it's like a comedy, but it's also a drama. It's a dramedy, if you will. Oh, like weeds. Um, Yes, like weeds. Um, and it's really good. I mean, it's interesting. The acting is okay. not that great, but um, <laughs> it's pretty good. It's on Netflix. It's rare to find a show where the acting's not good anymore. Yeah. Because yeah. there's just so many good actors and actresses out there. That's true. Why, um, is, why is actor kind of a genderless term? Um, it used to be 
very gendered actor, actress, but now an actor is just. I mean, it can either, be male, but female. actress, you can't say that's that like a male tra- is an actress. trash man or mailman. You're not going to say male yeah. woman, male right. person. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I've always wondered that. And it confuses me, like, what's the most proper way to say it? Like, do I say actress or do you say actor? I think that we, right now, should call all male actors actresses. I don't think, uh, I don't think that Let's will fly. Start I, think, the I think we might get canceled for that. Let's start the movement. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it, I think it takes away from uh, uh, the male connotation of it if you just make actor gender neutral. Yeah, I think that actor is gender And then actress is gender specific, though. Yeah, like throw actress out the window. We don't need it. We have enough words. Right. I guess we don't really need it. But I don't know. I don't know. Who fucking cares, to be honest? It's a bunch of bullshit anyway. Yeah. (laughs) You are what you are. You are what you are. Beer number three. You're doing good. The president grabbed me. The president grabbed me. Ugh. He's just so gross. Yep. Um, all right, on to politics. Um, well, let's just start with some simple news. Joe Biden's probably going to be the nominee for the Democratic Party. You mean creepy child toucher Joe Biden? Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Do you save uh, politics to the end because people are loose? Exactly. I'm going to say some very exactly. unforgiving things right now. Good. Um, yeah. I just think- so you know, you consent to being put on the internet and you have no choice whether or not this comes out or not. It's fine. I mean, if I lose my job, I lose my job. Here's the thing. Um, When it comes to... I want to talk about the evolution of Joe Biden. Okay. (laughs) Because never forget, when Obama was president, Joe Biden was like Uncle Joe. He was America's sweetheart. A lot of people loved him. Hmm. Like, thought he was just, like, this goofy guy. Like, they had friendship bracelets, him and Obama. And it's like, if Obama liked him, like, we should like him, right? Right. And I always... I thought that he was... um. A sweetie. But then after the uh, Obama's presidency, um, and this was before Joe Biden was running for president or, like, it, there was any talks of it, there was a lot of videos that came out of him being really creepy towards the young girls. Yeah. And people love to say, like, that's just trying to, like, knock him down, like, presidentially. But this came out a long time ago, just mm-hmm. to throw that out there. It wasn't just, like, spilled when he was trying to run for president. It's been out for a long time. Um, and there's tons of videos of him just being really creepy towards little girls. And even if he's not a pedophile, which I don't really believe he is. I don't think he's a pedophile. No. I think he's just... I just... But, like, touching young girls like that, it doesn't matter if they're your grandchild. It doesn't matter if they're, like... I mean, of course you're going to, like, hug your daughter and stuff like that. But, like, the caressing of the hair, the, like, kissing and all that stuff to these girls who did not consent to him even putting his hands on them. And, like... Kissing yeah, them those on the videos cheek. are pretty problematic. They're really, they're really hard. Like as a girl myself, like they're hard to watch. They are. Yeah. Um, as a Democrat, where I'm probably gonna end up having to vote for this yeah. guy, they're hard to watch. Yeah, I mean, I would never be comfortable. It doesn't matter what age I was, like, and even if he's not doing it in a creepy way, even if he thinks he's being like loving and caring. Like, a lot of guys just like don't know the line, especially guys right. his age don't. Which know the line. I want to point out, like intent matters like i know it's hard to prove intent but like i you know based on his character and who he is i don't mm. think he meant it in like a 100 percent. i agree way, with that but it probably i mean it is creepy and it's, but not, it it's is. not really excusable but like it's not taught it's to, not 
like there's a scale to these things and that's not as malicious as some of the things like that our own president has oh, done. Oh, for sure. And I completely agree with that. However, the fact that he thinks that it's acceptable to do those things and thinks it's okay to like touch young girls that way just shows that mm. no one ever told him you can't do that. Right. And like that's the problem with, I mean, if we want to talk about like I don't want to come on here and like slander men because I love that. That's okay. Like I I'm, love, I love. Know, I mean, I, there's I'm there's things that I thought were okay back in the day that I know now aren't. You know, it's and about realizing that you were a fucking yes, idiot. Yes, <laughs> and like if anything can come out of it, I hope that Joe Biden is like, oh, I didn't realize that that could be considered creepy. I'm not going to do that in the future. Mm-hmm. If that's what happens, great. Like love that. Um, and I have plenty of men in my life that I look up to and I love very much. But like I think. A lot of men of that age have never been said, like, you cannot, you shouldn't touch little people that way. Of that age and especially of that power. Yes, yes. And I'm not saying that Joe Biden is doing anything intentional to these little, these young girls. I'm not saying that at all. I just want to say that, like, I hope that he sees those and is like, uh, that probably isn't cool. Like, yeah, I hope he's like, like why would I do that? Yeah. And like, I don't think he's doing, I don't know. That's so weird to do. Like, I mean, it is. I mean, I would (laughs) never put my, like, I'm a teacher, and I've I've taught young kids before. I teach you teach high schoolers now, but like, I I run a summer camp with little kids. Like I mm-hmm. would just not put my hands on someone else's children that way. Um, it's weird, even being though in that... I'm a maternal figure. Right. Like, for girls, I guess it's not looked at as weird. For mm-hmm. guys, it's definitely looked at as weird, and that's a double standard for sure. But um, you know what's weird about it is that I don't think Joe Biden would do that same thing to little boys. No. And that's the the that's what bigger issue that's, I mean, we could talk about it another day, but, like, that's the biggest issue is there's this idea that, like, it's fine to hug and touch little girls and, mm. like, not even in a creepy way, like, putting, like, a kiss on their cheek or, like, playing with their hair and, like, people think that these little girls, like, that's fine, like, they're, but it's not okay. Like, you just wouldn't, mm. why are you putting your hands on, you wouldn't put your hands on anyone else that way, so why a young girl, why would you put your hands on her even if it's not in a creepy way like we just think it's fine to put our hands on people like young girls like that and like i said not in a creepy way but why do we think that that's fine it's not like don't you wouldn't put your hands on anyone else like that i wouldn't come over to you and start like playing with your hair and like i I wouldn't even do that to my significant other unless i was trying to fucking rile you up and we're close friends like (laughs) which i have done to you know some of my uh, female friends just to piss them off yeah but like you know it's 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 but you know what you're doing it's not it's not malicious well yeah i guess it's vaguely malicious because i'm trying to make them mad but but like i'm not trying to like satisfy this horny need inside of me or something right and like i think that i don't know if that's what joe biden was doing but like like just culturally i don't want to slander people's names because and i don't want to but like i think it's important to not compare what like joe biden is very creepy in the way that he's been touching girls and all that stuff but like just because other people have done worse things than him, i.e. Donald Trump, does not excuse his behavior. Right. Like, we shouldn't downplay his behavior because, oh, Donald Trump did something worse. Mm. No, Well, Joe Biden shouldn't have done that. I mean, yes, he, it could have been way worse, but, like, he still shouldn't be touching little girls in that way, especially right. if he's you know, not... I don't, yeah, don't want to just say, like, touch... Like, we should clarify, like, touching little girls. Like, he's not, like... He's touching little girls, though. But, I but mean, like, it's not, like, how Donald Trump is, like, touching... I guess not the little girls, but like yes. maybe when you're know. Joe Biden's not making out with his daughter. But when like we if you talk think Tom about, Brady's making out with his kid, like. <laughs> but when we know. talk about us like assault in certain ways, like mm-hmm. Joe Biden is touching little girls. We're not saying that he's sexually assaulting little girls, and like 
Donald Trump is a yeah. sexual assaulter. Like, he's sexually assaulted that's girls true. before. So, like... But touching sounds sexual assault But that's because of the connotation with it. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's... If you're going to talk about assault, you use the term. Like, he's... Assault is in, in yes. the intent to assault? Yes. And, I mean, he's... What Joe Biden is doing is playing with little girls' hair, touching their shoulders, making kissing them on the cheek, making them uncom- very visibly uncomfortable. And no one's correcting his behavior. Yes. And... Because of his power and money and influence. Yeah, and also because... Which is, that's the most fucked up part about it. My thing is, no one's saying anything because it's so hard to prove. I know there's probably people listening right now saying, well, like, you can't prove anything that you're saying. Like, yes, they might look uncomfortable, but are they uncomfortable? It's a gray area. Like, if someone physically rapes someone or puts their hands on someone, you can say that person's a sexual assaulter. Mm. But if they're just playing with little girl's hair innocently, like, quote, unquote, you can't call you can't call them that you can't right so it's this weird gray area where people are back and forth with do i think that joe biden is a bad person i mean that's a different thing but do i think he <laughs> is a like a child molester i do not think that i don't think he's sexually yeah, assaulted I think anybody he, i think it's a product of him doing and repeating these acts like that he was probably taught to because he's like an old 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 motherfucker and never yeah. never like never once being corrected by anyone because of his power and influence so he just thought it was okay until now like running for president like you know he's not going to do this shit anymore right but and as long as i think he learns from it i think that's the biggest thing he's, not, he's also probably because he's a politician not going to admit to any wrongdoing never. he's just going to say like yeah uh that was a different time back then but you yeah. know honestly be fucking bold enough to just say like yeah, uh, I f- fucked up and like I didn't I didn't realize how bad mm-hmm. that was. Like just yeah. you get you'll curry so much more favor if you can be honest about yeah. it. And I think that's um, the norm is not having to explain yourself, I yeah. think. And I think the norm like he's only doing that behavior because it's been appropriated by so many other people. And like I'm not trying to excuse him for his behavior, but I mean, there's a reason why he acted that way. And mm. I don't want to compare at all because um still he shouldn't be touching women in that way but um i do hope that he sees those things and and learns from it i don't think that you know there's that is one behavior that i think he could apologize for recognize i'm not gonna do that again and if he doesn't do that again we gotta move on from that his other things that he's done though is that is that excusable the things that he's done in the past things that he said and voted for in the past and um, things that comments that he stood behind in the past. I don't know. Some people say people change. I mean, I kind of just said that myself when it comes to, um, like hopefully him seeing himself in these videos and hopefully he can change and that's all he can ask for. Right. But I have a hard time when it comes to the comments that he said about people of color and people that are gay. Um, well, you got to remember that. Joe Biden was quicker to support yes. gay marriage than Barack Obama, and everyone yes. idolizes Barack Obama. For sure. I completely know. agree. And it also, I hate saying it was a different time back then, but it, I mean, it just was. Like, I mean, like, especially for a politician, like, you're kind of, yes. like, your job as a politician is to get reelected, and you have to kind of coast, like, unless you're fucking Bernie Sanders, where you're going to do whatever you do. Like, that's why Bernie Sanders is such a great candidate, because yes. he doesn't, he's like, him, he's, he's he ran himself. on a democratic socialist platform, and it's, if he didn't use that word socialism, which isn't mm-hmm. even what he was running on, because mm-hmm. socialism is not mm-hmm. that. It's just social, like, justice platform, mm-hmm. which is what, what, like, Scandinavia and Denmark have. But, like, Bernie Sanders just so much who he is, and yeah. un- he's never unrelenting. He has never changed up. Yeah. And I think that that's beautiful and bold. And yes. it's sad that everything that happened 
I know. happened in the way it did. But he's also ch- enlightened and changed and started this old this th- his own grassroots resolution, which yeah. will revolution, which will hopefully end in our first woman president, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, yeah. in uh, uh, eight years. But yeah, I would love that. I mean, I don't know. It's confusing because. But Joe Biden is going to be running on the most the most progressive platform ever yeah. run on by a Democrat. Yeah. Which is I like I know it's hard to um, uh, understand because he doesn't talk about his policies much. Right. He just talked about his electability, right, and his ability to work with people, which you know may have been true at the time. But I don't know. I have a fucking hard time imagining this guy can talk. But this whole I know this whole coronavirus thing gives me more hope that Joe Biden can win because of how much Trump is bung- bungling this yeah. whole thing. He's really, really like regardless of what you think about Donald Trump, and I guess huge Trump supporters don't will never agree with this, but like. You have to agree, like the statements that he's saying are not. He fucked okay. this situation, yeah, man. He really There's literally it a bit up. of him calling it a hoax at first. Yeah. And that's and that has I mean, you can say you're here for American lives like as much as you want, but you're putting them in you put them in jeopardy to even though you think you might now you're taking it seriously, great, but like even the time you were calling it a hoax, like it was spreading. And yeah, and you weren't preparing, and you were yeah. firing everybody at the CDC because yeah. there were people Obama appointed. Right, and, like, what – it's just, like, it's just insane, like, because he – the thing about most politicians, but especially Donald Trump, is the privilege and wealth that he's had the majority of his life. Not saying he didn't work hard for it, but the – Oh, I'm, I'm going to tell you he didn't work yes, hard for I it. Yes, I mean, I'm trying to, like, be – He's got just a master I, manipulator. 100%, and I completely agree with that. Um, And – he does not understand what it is like to not have basic access to healthcare and food and protection and, um, you know, quick access to testing kits and all that stuff. He does not understand what it's like to be a quote-unquote normal person living in the United States. Right. And because of that, he handled this so terribly because he doesn't have the same fear that the rest of us do. And he can't, even before he was president, he could never relate to the fear that we all have right now because he is so... He's always been prepared. He's he's part of the one percent. Right. Like he's always made so much money, has had so much privilege, and um, yeah. So one of my my favorite podcasts they do this thing like where they ask for like they ask their guests for like something that's a myth, like uh, before they start the episode. Yeah. And like if I always think like if mine was like mine was myth was going to be that that billionaires are actually afraid of Bernie Sanders. No, they're not. Even if no. Bernie Sanders won and got to enact all of his no. things, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Them. They're still fucking billionaires. Yeah. It's just a goddamn business decision. Yeah. Because yeah. with that much money, what the fuck are you possibly afraid of? Maybe you're afraid of people revolting and killing you. Sure. But, like, <laughs> God, you can pay people not to do that. Right. Like, once, you, once you're there, you're fucking set. Yeah. You can, like, like we were talking about earlier, you see all these rich people getting these uh, yeah. COVID-19 tests so quickly. Yeah. Money is Bullshit. a very powerful thing. And I think, I mean, he can, there's not a lot that he can relate to, to the rest of the Americans. Right. And he says that he loves Americans and cares a lot about Americans, as many politicians do and probably don't. Um, so I don't just want to place that just on him. But I mean, when there is a, you would have, ne- honestly, you would have never seen another president react like this. No. And a lot of people say, good, like we need a president like Donald Trump that is, that reacts different ways and he's shocking and he's this way and he's that. He doesn't care what people think. But like 
now people are losing their lives. And so losing their lives, our economy is in shambles. Yes. Like this is like, I mean, Hillary Clinton with all of her flaws would have been so much better yes. at dealing with this yeah. shit. I don't think because she would have be, yeah. took shit a lot harder than what Donald Trump's going to have, the, have this to. backlash. Yeah. Like you have to rather be safe than sorry. And like, we're still not doing enough. I Exactly. And we should probably mandate the country goes into quarantine. I know it's going to fuck our economy for a yeah. minute, but like yeah. we're going to save lives and, and that should be the main priority of this whole thing. It should be. Like, I think that, you know, even him calling it a hoax and, and not taking things seriously, and it has put people's lives in, in danger. And, mm. like, I think that as our president, he should have taken it way se- more seriously from the beginning. And even still calling it, like, a Chinese virus and, like... Yeah, just blatant it's racism. It's perpetuating this terrible... I mean, there's so many terrible things that have happened to Asian Americans born and raised here. Literally, even if they've been to China or not, or been mm. to Asia or not, right? Um, they've just been like um, exposed to these terrible racist acts that have been happening throughout our country. And if you don't think that that's a direct result from what Trump has said, then yeah, get over yourself. Yes, and. Like and it's like, I see him, I see literal Trump followers that I'm still friends with on Facebook, yeah. like talking, like undermining this <laughs> this uh, outbreak, and uh, saying like it's not that big of a deal, and like everyone's told me it's not that big of a deal. Like you see people like Rudy Gobert that we talked about earlier fucking with the microphones, yeah. and you know what? That shit wouldn't have happened if we had more direction from our president telling us that this is serious. Yeah. And if if our president fucking listened to scientists, yeah. like fucking facts, yeah. but you know. He doesn't. He doesn't matter. Like he tried. He tried to buy like this company that was um, yes, I saw producing this. vaccines or trying to produce <sighs> vaccines in Germany and tried to like get them to move to to the USA. Like like this guy is only gives only gives a shit about getting reelected. Yeah. Like that is his main thing because he knows if he doesn't, he can face legit criminal charges. Like Robert Mueller said that once yes. Trump's not in office, like a lot of the reasons that uh, none of these obstruction of justice charges came out against him because you can't indict a sitting president. Yeah. You know, like. This guy is a grifter, a fucking bullshit con artist yeah. that is 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 just going to keep this country going whatever benefits him the most as long as he can. And I think he regardless of what anyone says, he very much accurately shows how so many Americans live in a very selfish way. There mm. are a lot of Americans are incredibly selfish when it comes to the coronavirus. You've seen how people responded in supermarkets. You've seen how people still are not taking it seriously. People are going out even after they were told not to. I mean, I was to. on the goddamn I'm not, news. I'm not calling. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying like. No, it's okay. I was irresponsible. Like I was on the news. But uh, like out, also out during like the. If Trump said last week, "Hey, you guys," I mean, I have zero respect for Donald Trump. But if he literally said, "Do not go out. Do not do this. You need to take this seriously," I would do it because. Mm. I don't take him seriously, but I would absolutely take him seriously in this situation because right. you have like you have to understand the gravity of it. But the fact they didn't take it seriously and a lot of people haven't because of social media and jokes and all that. And I think it's okay for people to I I mean It's okay to joke about yes, it. Yes. I mean, people deal with crisis uh, like a crisis in so many different ways. I remember like you know when any tragic event happens, like is a difference between joking and taking keep like keeping it light and then just being disrespectful about people and losing yeah. their lives. There's a huge difference between the two. But I think that it is would have been 
if he handled it differently, things could have been different. And I don't know. I just think that yeah, he his is, supporters could have taken it more seriously. Yeah. People in Florida wouldn't be like all up it's in the beaches break. right oh now. Oh my god, it's so embarrassing. Like, how is Florida like like different like Republican governors or whatever would be taking this differently? Because, like, you know, everyone bows down to this guy. Like, Trump has so much influence in this world, and it's crazy that this clown gets to have this influence. I know. But, like, use it for some some form of good. Stop being so selfish. Yeah. Like, do something that doesn't benefit straight up just you. Yeah. And you know, I, where are the Trump's kids on this? Like, what are they saying? Because they've been, I feel like they've been relatively quiet for this whole thing. They definitely have been. And, like, Melania, <laughs> she posted the other day on Twitter, like, make a, you should make a uh, fort with your kids. And, like, wow, good idea. Like, okay, sick. But, like, people are dying, Melania, a little out of touch. Um, like, people have been making forts with their kids before coronavirus. Um, like, what is your husband doing to help? the people of the of America that he claims he loves so much and taking it seriously from the beginning would have been a great start but he hasn't so what is he going to do now and when we talk about Donald Trump being elected as president no one could have ever expected to have this type of a pandemic occur when he was mm. a president so you're going to expect a lot of things but yeah. pandemic is not on the tips, no. tips of everyone's tongues yeah so I think that how he handles this is god glaring light like if you're a trump supporter like fucking think about it man like this is the shit that can actually go wrong when you have a clown show president like yeah maybe you agree with some of his um policies that are economic but like this is what happens when you don't like vote republican all you want i don't care right don't vote for like a fucking straight up idiot like they can't they can't can't put himself uh before anything else like and a lot of trump supporters will definitely argue that all politicians are selfish no one's not saying that but you've seen how presidents and leaders of our country are i mean leaders throughout the world have responded to huge epidemics whether it's 9-11 whether it's you know global relief efforts for hurricanes george bush was like a like notoriously great response to 9-11's calmed the nation yes and he was you know that and that guy's a fucking idiot idiot. yes but he's not a selfish well i'm sure he's selfish but like he's he's got he's got something that trump yes just can't possibly have yeah and you have to think about that when it comes to i mean human lives like you can't you can't take things lightly and of course no one knew how corona was going to explode nobody could have predicted oh, but what's the thing happening is, right now the thing is we did you but when it comes to all the facts and the evidence that we've seen from across the country people love to say oh china's not as advanced as america italy's not as advanced as america this would never happen in america because we are number 1 and that just isn't true. When it comes to yeah. a pandemic, it does not matter. A virus like this on this scale does not matter what kind of country you have. If you right. are playing your cards wrong and doing like having your country be ill prepared for what's about to happen and firing your response team, mm-hmm. you're fucked. It does not matter what type of technology, what type of resources that we have. It doesn't. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can't stop, you can't stop like this virus from, uh, uh spreading on its own like you need you need people to take it seriously and people aren't like i'm not and i'm someone who didn't take it seriously at first 
of you know, course, I, yeah. I, I was oh I was made a I was made did. a fool of on the news, <laughs> like literally on the I fucking know. news. And uh, but you know, I haven't been out since, and uh, I feel shame for that. But also, but I've been taking it seriously before that, and I just had one this one night that. But I you're had also to go not out. the president of the United States, right? So there's a difference, right? And you know, and maybe I would feel have felt less pressure to go out if you know everyone else wasn't going out but like everyone thought it was no big deal it was no big deal out there people are literally licking toilet seats in airplanes as the coronavirus challenge like and it all stems from us thinking this is a fucking hoax as trump said at a fucking rally and it's on video look it fucking up idiots yeah, not I, that you guys are all idiots. You guys probably, most of you probably uh, agree with <laughs> agree me, with what we're saying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pushing our liberal agenda. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's a shame, and it's so important to that during this time we have someone that knows what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, the calmness of Obama would be really great. Yeah, it would be. Even <laughs> the calmness of goddamn George Bush. Would be I know. Great. Oh my gosh, I know. And I don't. How irresponsible of the Joe Biden campaign and like the whole Democratic Party for not pushing for them to not postpone these primaries. Like, that yeah. is ridiculous that people are going out with all this. I know. And I mean, it's. I think that people are just. I don't know. I think even if Trump responded better to what was going on right now, maybe other politicians would be like, oh, maybe we should postpone this. Right. Like, everything else is getting postponed. Like, you think voting is not the most important thing right now? It's more, no offense, it's more important than Bonnaroo. It's more important than Coachella. Like, why are we not, like, postponing voting? But we're postponing everything else. Bonnaroo's in fucking June, and we we could have this if we had done this right but i'm a certain part of the reason they waited so long to postpone bonnaroo is because of they like oh shit well yeah we're not handling this right yeah um uh but yeah i don't know like like so like i was saying earlier i listen to a lot of sports radio and yeah. this guy mike valeni who's like the main sports guy in detroit never talks about politics refuses to today is the first time i've ever heard him talk negatively about trump mm. about how comparing trump's speech that he did today or or like with the coronavirus outbreak team and comparing that to governor cuomo of uh wow of uh new york and like saying like one instilled confidence one instilled like i don't know if we're gonna make it through this cuomo's handling this in a way that is very admirable to like it's it's true like if you listen to his speech Mm. and the way that he talks to the new yorkers and like that's a fucking poll. That's what yes. like people you vote for, not like goddamn goons that are I Donald know. Trump. And they like, don't. I we mean, forget about this when we're yeah. voting for people. Like that, we have to. We need somebody that can help the nation and or like calm the nation. Like not just someone that can rile them up at every fucking second. Yeah, and it's so like it's a it's. I mean, say what you want, but and it might not affect you personally, but it's life or death for so many people. And right. It's just something that he, we need to, like, I guess it's, there's no way to prepare for this, but I think that there are so many other people and politicians that would have the right response. I mean, we can see that with Cuomo. Mm-hmm. Like, we should be able, we saw that with George Bush in 9 11. Um, they might, you know, no one might agree with their policies or whatever, but you need to be able to do your job as the spokes, essentially a glorified spokesperson for the nation. And there's probably not many people in the history of the world that have, have have this much pull over their followers than Donald Trump. Yes. And that's the thing. He has like a cult following. 
So why? I mean, he really could have turned it around and and used it. He's like the Martin Luther King Jr. of fucking <laughs> racist white idiots. I know of white supremacists. Um, and yeah, it's it's a shame. It's sad and definitely does not make me feel confident right now. Um, going into a pandemic, having him as our leader. I'm super grateful for medical professionals, doctors, nurses, all the people that are working really hard to protect us from this because I feel have more faith in them than I do our president. Dude, and, and, and this like whole outbreak like straight up shows the need for some kind of social like social programs in our country. Yes. Like Medicare for all, like paid sick leave, like mm-hmm. all this shit that's yep. – gonna be breaking us and people have a lot during this time a lot of people have a lot of negative shit to say or a lot of shit to say in general about the education system and how things are going on yeah and people love like i don't understand how people how other people don't understand the importance of schools in this country and what people are doing on a daily basis for our country and still wanting to blame schools for things that are going on and say, you know, why are we feeding these kids? Like, I don't, I really, I mean, yeah, as someone now, who has students that are fed breakfast, lunch, and dinner at school every single day mm-hmm. um, through a government-funded Title I program, it's not their fault that they're in the situation that they're in. And people have the nerve to to question the free food that we're giving them. It's not like there's anything left of the grocery stores anyways, you psychos. So, like, <laughs> why can't we just... You know what I mean? It's it's pretty crazy, and it's really disheartening to see. This is the craziest time of our lives so far. Yeah, Agree? It is. 100%. Like, like, like we've, this is this is wild. And yeah. a, the sick part of me is kind of excited by it because it's something I've never experienced before. I know what you mean. You know? I know what you mean. It's not like... like I wouldn't say exciting, but like the anticipation of what's going to happen next mm-hmm. like and to see how the world is going to handle it like as young, it's healthy, like able bodied people. Yes. But for us, yes. Mm. And then... But for people that are autoimmune um, compromised or pregnant women or older... The elder generation, elderly generation, it's a little bit... I mean, it's petrifying. Um, my friend's mom just got diagnosed with cancer this past Sunday and she starts chemo next week. Oh shit. And they don't know That's they're dangerous. petrified. Yeah. And it's like um stage one breast cancer, they're super confident and that she's gonna be totally fine. But now when it comes to coronavirus, when you go through chemo, it compromises your immune yeah, system. Yeah, that would can they put that off? They can't because Fuck. it's gonna grow. Yeah. So um it's a it's adding like these wrenches into already terrible situations, like people that are sick, anyways. Um, There's gonna be blood on fucking the president. There yeah. already is blood on the president's yeah. hands. Yeah. And anyone that fucking advises that idiot, God damn. Yeah, it's an absolute shame. I mean, I'm totally embarrassed by the way so many people are handling this situation. Especially like Italy is literally fucking yeah. burying people that no one can go to funerals oh. for. Yeah, and I mean. Even, I don't know. It's insane and incredibly depressing, but yeah. I hope everyone's okay. <laughs> yeah, everyone stay safe out there. Wash your hands, wash your bodies. I don't know. Don't touch your face. And don't give in to the hysteria. I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> buy, go buy a gun. I don't know. <laughs> um, don't do that. Kelly, thanks for being out here. Thank you. Thanks for listening to me, everyone. Sorry <laughs> if I said like a lot. 
where can we find you, follow you, and anything you want to promote? Um, I don't remember my Instagram handle, so just follow me on Twitter, Kelly Griffin underscore four. Now, Kelly has a great Twitter, to be honest. She gets a lot of likes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> anything you want to promote? Any, any last words you want to say? Um, if you can volunteer for any of the schools that are passing out foods, please do so. Uh, help your community and check in on each other. All right, okay. guys. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Wigella. Follow us on Facebook at Split, Split Six Media. Find us anywhere you can get your podcast. Obviously, you know that because you're already listening to this. I don't even know why I said that at the end of this podcast. <laughs> but um, uh, um, uh, remember, it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. And thank you for splitting six with us. Later. Bye.